0: Happy Valentine's weekend, mm, family day, yeah. long weekend. You know, Valentine's Day doesn't just have to be about, you know, you and your significant other. If you have one or others, it can be about your friendships, your family members. Maybe yeah. give your, you know, single mom a call yeah. or your your best friend a call or whoever and give them some extra love. You know what I was thinking about doing? Mm is uh, getting some chocolates, just like classic Valentine's Day chocolates and making little Valentine's Day cards cards and just dropping them off at my friend's house.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. So what else
0: am I doing on Sunday? Seriously. Not a whole lot.
1: But you're not going to be able to drive in the snow.
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be snowy. We'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a nice little thing to do. Now, what do you think of the color pink? Because that's like the color for Valentine's Day, right?
1: You know, I look surprisingly good in pink. I don't know if that's surprising. Mm. Yeah, I just, I've, I've owned a few pink shirts in my day. I think it looks great with my skin tone and everything. Oh, yeah. I think
0: it would match your complexion pretty well. Yeah. And the hair. Yeah, I think that would look really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've uh, never liked pink. Oh. I'm, I like hate it. Oh. It's a weird thing. Like, I really, I see it and I go, ew. Like, Are- I, I don't like the color.
1: Okay. Do you think that's because, you know, It's like pink is the girl color, and you, like, reject that?
0: I I think as a kid, I really didn't like that idea. As much as I loved Disney princesses, and I was a pretty, like, girly kid. (laughs) Yes. You know, in the stereotypical girly sense, I didn't like pink because I didn't like that someone just, like, assumed that I liked that color. I was more of a yellow kind of kid. I love the color yellow because it's very happy and bright and fun and sunshiny.
1: Okay, so, like, Princess Belle from Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yeah, I didn't really like Princess Belle. I don't know why. But oh, it wasn't just the yellow. I, I liked Cinderella. I was like classic. Yeah. She's a
1: good one. She wears blue.
0: She wears blue. I love blue. Okay. But then I was doing some more research about the color pink. Not research. It just popped up, okay? What is research? Um, but <laughs> they, there was this study that showed that the color pink reduces physical strength. And aggressive tendencies. How? I don't know. You know how there's different, like, science behind each color and what it does? Like, you don't want certain colors in a kitchen because it just seems, like, unhygienic. Oh, okay. You know, you don't want certain colors, like, I don't know, in the bedroom because it doesn't, like, entice romance or sleep, okay. you know? Yeah, so yeah. this one, th- what they did is they did a study of... Um, the the paint color pink, and then put it in prison cells. So back in the day, like in the 70s, they painted prison cells pink, like entirely pink, which just sounds like my nightmare. But they found that the violence went down, like the aggression within the cells went down yeah it like reduced aggressive tendencies within the prison
1: so why don't they still do that then
0: um i'm not entirely sure in male prisons because there is that gender stereotype right you know i think it just kind of like yeah they're less aggressive but maybe reduces morale i don't know they also did the same thing in uh, sports locker rooms so a lot of teams would put the opposing locker rooms in the color pink (laughs) yes and they had to ban that as well because they thought it was unfair
1: Oh, my God. Is this legit? Is this an actual thing that still is believed?
0: I don't know, but now it's banned. You can't have the color pink in one locker room and not the other. Wow. Because it has effects on people's psyche.
1: That is so wild and interesting to me. Wow. I... do you think that that's why it became you know within the patriarchy and all the n- nastiness that's why it became the girl color because we wanted to soften and feminize women mm. and then so and not give them strength
0: maybe I don't know or if, is it because we put like us as society put that on the color yeah. it caused people to think of that when they see that color right like subconsciously being like thinking of it as a weak color seeing it as like yeah a color That is less aggressive Uh because women, stereotypically, what society puts on women is that we are weaker, we are less aggressive. Interesting. And softer and more feminine.
1: I like white. I like white as a mm-hmm. color to wear. Me do you too. know? Do you know? Like baby clothes used to be all white because babies would constantly, you know, they're just shitting and pissing and barfing and puking all over themselves all the time. And so with the white, it just is easy. Number one, you can see like, oh, the baby shit itself again. So yeah, yeah. you notice it, and then you just like put it in the hottest water possible with the it is the bleach, and you mm-hmm. just kill all the barf and puke and piss off of it. That's totally it. And and that's why. And then so I, at some point we switched over to the blue so guess what if i'm ever having a baby white it wears white
0: yeah and also with um hospitality you'll notice that every time you go to a hotel i was gonna say hospital a hotel also hospital but they always have white sheets and it's for the same reason it's just more hygienic it looks more hygienic when it's clean it's also easier to clean because you could just bleach the shit out of it
1: i like that a lot okay i'm into it yeah Yeah, the blue and pink is I mean, people who like it, good for you. You can still like it. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'll be going for the white.
0: Yeah.
1: I like white. I like, yeah, as a, a general thing. Um, okay. Well, hey, uh, thanks for listening to this week's uh, podcast. Yeah. Really appreciate- happy
0: Valentine's Day.
1: But just really quickly here, because I know we couldn't do too much of it. Uh, but I, for one, am against racism.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, just, like, there was
1: the, uh, I don't know if we even touched on this pod. I don't think we even do, but there was a lot of hoobaloo about the Aunt Jemima thing and the oh, new pancake yeah. batter and the new name for it. Anyways, dismantle white supremacy, everybody. Yeah. Make thinking that it's not good that we change the syrup lady, that's white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. If you think that, okay, just do a little baby bit of research about it. No one thinks you're bad. Okay. I'm not coming down on you. I'm not super woke. I'm dumb too. I'm just learning. I'm trying to get there. But I just want to say, dismantle that. Mm -hmm. We don't need that racist stereotype on our syrup. By the way, go and eat actual... No, I know you don't like maple syrup. I do
0: like maple syrup. I just like fake syrup better. You like...
1: Well, (laughs) This is what I grew up on, baby. See, we would say Aunt Jemima syrup. So get used to saying, Jenny likes the pearl spilling... No, wait, what's it called? Pearl
0: Milling Company.
1: Pearl Milling Company type of syrup. And I like... This stuff straight from the trees. Suck him all on that sap, baby. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Bye. Canadian young man. His name is Mike Jack, and he just broke the Guinness record for eating Carolina Reaper peppers. Oh,
0: that's like the hottest pepper in the world, isn't it?
1: It's the hottest pepper in the world. Wow. He ate three of them. And <laughs> okay, There's whooping still happening outside yeah, I hope going everyone's on. okay I don't mean, I mean to laugh yeah. <laughs> This guy ate three Carolina Reaper peppers In 9.72 seconds Three okay. okay And so he's got the world record of this
0: That can't be good for you, you know Your body just like going into Almost like a state of panic And like shock Almost like fight or flight I would
1: assume Oh god, it makes me so upset. I if I have too much sriracha, I know I'm such a little baby. I'm crying and I'm touching my face too much and right. right I'm just like, why would anyone do this to me? So for people who are into like I know all kinds of people who Love the uh, the hot ones, and then they buy the sauces, and then they do it. I went to a bachelor party where mm-hmm. I had to like go and sit in a different room because they were just all like chowing these chicken wings with doused with the most horrible sauces in the world of spice, and I'm just like, I don't understand the appeal. Yeah, I haven't
0: really, and I agree with you, and I'm sure there's people listening, you know, getting frustrated hearing us ha- talk about how much <laughs> we don't like spice. But yeah, it is a thing that's like it's painful for me. It is not a pleasant experience, and I feel. From a personal standpoint, is it like because it makes you more tough? Mm. That's why people are into it. You're like kind of doing it for the clout.
1: So my one friend who loves spicy stuff, Mm -hmm. he genuinely enjoys it. Mm. He actually likes the taste and the spice of it. If you're like this, text and let us know. But he likes it. Whereas this guy who just broke the record, you can go. He has a YouTube channel. It's Mm. called Mike Jack Eats Heat. And I'm seeing just, like, screenshots of him. And, like, he looks like he's in pain. He looks like this is really not okay for him in the moment. And I can't even imagine what it's like for him later in the toilet.
0: But, I mean, what a feat for him. That's really exciting for him. I hope he's okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. So we got the news that cruise ships are no longer coming to Victoria, which has been a hard hit for our tourism industry. We have to wait at least another year for that, I would assume. And we just got word that our restrictions uh, are continuing for we don't know how long.
1: Open-ended on this time. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: um, what we can do is try and support our local businesses and make sure that what we're doing is safe so we can, you know, get those restrictions off eventually, right? Do our part. Um, Now, there's been a call to Victoria as a whole to support our tourism industry. And we talk about this a lot on the show, but Mm -hmm. specifically like those spots that we kind of avoid because it's usually so busy because of tourists, like Fisherman's Wharf. You think about that. How often do you go down there?
1: Yeah, I wait until someone who doesn't live here visits. Exactly. And then, yeah, let's get a beer down at Fisherman's Wharf.
0: it's usually a really great time. Like, there's a reason you bring people and show them that, because it's part of our community, yet we ourselves who live here don't enjoy it nearly as much as we could. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, a few weeks ago, I went down there, or I guess it was a few months ago. What is time? Um, I went down there and had a beer on the dock. They have, like, a little section, like a licensed section, and had a piece of pizza. And it was just, like, wonderful.
1: Yeah. Of course, and they got fish and chips still down there, yeah. right? And they got the ice cream place and everything. Like, yeah, that's a really great example of somewhere that, you know, I think that oftentimes in a city like ours, the locals stay away from the tourist mm-hmm. hotspots because we're like, ah, oh, it's gonna be swarming with tourists. Let's not deal with it. Now it absolutely won't be swarming with anybody
0: And there's a reason that people flock to those places from out of town, right? Because they're great They're good So I mean if you are stuck at home, bored, not really realizing or figuring out what to do uh, Start thinking about some of the local tourist spots like maybe the bug zoo
1: Sure. miniature world I've never been to either of those do you know that I've lived here for so long and I said this yesterday as a joke but I really mean it I am going to start buying clothing at the tourist hotspots down on government street the next time you see me I'm going to be wearing a shirt that says I wish I was fishing in Victoria British Columbia (laughs) okay I'm doing it And the wolf the tie-dye wolf shirts that's my style now
0: I love your style
1: Julie Andrews, Helen Mirren, and many more are paying tribute to Christopher Plummer, the dashing award-winning actor who played Captain Von Trapp in the film The Sound of Music and at 82 became the oldest Academy Award winner in history, has died. He was 91. Plummer enjoyed varied roles, but it was opposite Julie Andrews as Van Trapp that made him a star. He was also invested as... Companion of the Order of Canada in 1968. Wow, good for him. Yeah, he is unreal, you know, playing against Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. I love him in that for sure. But uh, I love him most of all as General Chang in Star Trek VI The Search for Spock. And I, ah, oh, tricked you, Jenny. Tricked you again. <laughs> Star Trek VI is the undiscovered country.
0: Oh, you got me. But I was going to say, trick I had you. my hand up. I was I like, oh,
1: you better yeah. get it right. Christopher Lloyd plays That's the right. Klingon in yeah, Search for yeah. Spock Star Trek Three. No idea what you're talking but
0: about. But yeah.
1: General Trent Chang, Christopher Plummer in that movie, he is a great Great villain. He is. They're they're trying clearly to make him like as good a villain as Khan from Star Trek Two, Sir of Khan, mm-hmm. and he almost he almost is at that level, or he is. He's. Really? Do you remember him in that movie? He was like quoting Shakespeare as a Klingon, as he's like shooting photon torpedoes and trying to destroy the Enterprise. Fantastic. This is how much. Paul loves Star Trek.
0: I know it's it's worrisome because he, he is, could just go on for like like hours here. I, just know I have it. to watch I just the know. microphone because and turn it down. In case in case it goes me. on forever.
1: He's also been a part of a podcast with me for a few years now, and sits right across from me. He doesn't know that I don't know anything about Star oh, Trek. Oh, he knows. Oh, right, guys, you need to go and watch Star Trek's Six: The Undiscovered Country. One of Christopher Plummer's best performances. William Shatner was on the CBC talking about it. He was wearing two watches. I don't know. Just What a cool guy. William Shatner, and Captain Kirk, was wearing an Apple watch and then a different other watch on the same wrist. What? what a power move. That guy's old, too. He's in his pushing 90s. Two watches. What a cool hey, guy. Hey,
0: thank you so much for that news update. Have a great weekend. And opening this guys. box. Have a great
1: weekend. Rest <laughs> in peace, Christopher one. Blummer.
0: Yes. <laughs> The big meme from the halftime show was the weekend getting lost in the funhouse.
1: We're going to take it and make it Victoria.
0: Here's me looking for a jar of soap peanut butter that's on sale.
1: Here's that big half-blind seal looking for a handout of fish after they banned it down at Fisherman's Wharf. Here's me looking for a parking spot down at Clover Point in the
0: near future.
1: Here's me looking for a parking spot anywhere.
0: Here's me looking for a house to rent under two grand.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a big weekend for sitting on the couch and watching the TV. Yeah. All Sunday, that's what we did was uh, first watch the SNL from Saturday night to Dan Levy hosting, who was, I thought, really great. Uh, A little shaky to start. His first time ever hosting SNL, but mm-hmm. then Eugene Levy showed up, and then from there, I thought it was a really funny but show. He's
0: such a host, right? Like yeah. that's where he got his roots into performing was hosting, and then got into acting with Shit's Creek. So yeah, it makes sense that he did a you know a pretty stellar job.
1: Totally, and you know, if you want a good Saturday Night Live, you just make funny people the host. That's yeah. really is makes a difference. Then of course there was the weekend uh, doing the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of it?
0: I mean, I thought it was great because I haven't seen live performances in a long time and (laughs) I mean I think with Super Bowl halftime shows there's like a really 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 high standard and people are mad if you don't beat that standard every year Yeah, and they just are so just ruthless about it but in my opinion I thought it was so cool like the kind of illusion tricks that they had with the set design and um, I mean the maze part it was a little clunky but like it was pretty cool yeah um And, I mean, they worked with what they could during a pandemic. And I thought, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. A little spooky with those masks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, too. I mean, like... I, I think it probably helps if you're a big fan of just the music in general. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why people... But I don't I don't understand why people are like harping on it online. I thought I was totally fine.
0: I just think about the amount of people that kind of show takes. Right. And the production behind it. And I'm just amazed.
1: I always remember that within our lifetimes, Jenny, the Super Bowl halftime show used to be like some high school marching band. <laughs> yeah. Okay? It has gone from like hooray for everything <laughs> yeah. and this like, you know, 4 o'clock rock whatever all the way to one of the ma- most major live performances we see all year. Yeah. So, I'm happy to take it. <laughs> Here in British Columbia, Dr. Bonnie Henry is on TV right now giving her uh, daily updates and uh, with the case numbers and everything like that. So yeah. we'll, we'll have that for you. We'll have the update uh, as uh, she reveals the information. Over in Ontario, mm. our neighbors to the east, uh, they had this great press conference with Doug Ford. Their premier is the one who does most of the talking, I guess, over there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is like off topic or what, but he wandered into a tangent About uh, the new Tim Hortons breakfast sandwiches.
0: Yeah, it was like this weird ad break that happened, where he just started talking about Timmy's cards and.
1: Here's the here's the audio.
2: We're going to go down University Avenue and hand
0: out these uh, Timmy's card. Oh, yeah, i got to give Timmy's a good plug. The best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches. I used to go eat those other ones. They're the best, those those real egg
1: sandwiches. So whoever did that at Timmy's, good for you. And as for the, the Leafs mask today. Uh, and then someone made the Maple s- Leafs Yeah,
0: masks, talking so. about this Leafs mask and advertising this person who's made masks, which is cute. But, I mean, it's so yeah. funny, like, how much life was brought to him while he was talking about Timmy's all of a sudden when he goes from like something incredibly serious like yeah. COVID-19 and, and taking lives and then just turns it into some sort of ad for Tim Hortons. It was wild to watch.
1: Oh, his eyes just like sp- became all sparkles. He's
0: just been bubbling up about this, this sandwich and needed to tell someone quick.
1: <sighs> There's a couple of things I disagree with here. Number one, hey, I love going to Tim Hortons like any Canadian, but I don't call it Timmys. That reminds me of a T-shirt that says "Give me my Timmys," and I am not that person. And I don't say Timmys; I say the Hortons. If I'm gonna shorten it down, I gotta stop at the Hortons for a coffee here on road trip here. Let's get Hortons. And the other thing is, these new sandwiches with the fresh cracked eggs. I like the yellow puck.
0: The fake egg? What is it? What is the egg that it's cut? like? A,
1: it's like a pre-scrambled. So is it like it's a powder egg. that
0: they mix together? Because it doesn't seem like an egg.
1: It's egg. I think it's still egg, <laughs> but it's just it's been scrambled into this yellow puck rather than the pretend of like oh yeah we 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 crack this egg onto and it's like it's still in puck form, but it's got white as well as yolk, which is like not as delicious to scramble it.
0: Is is the puck reminiscent of hockey and it feels more Canadian?
1: I think, yes. I think we'll never lose the puck shape. Yeah. Because that really brings us back to our cultural identity of <laughs> liking sandwich restaurant. Change coming to Victoria? Or at least they are thinking about it today. Uh-oh. Okay. I know. Uh-oh. I know. I ah! know. I know.
0: What do you mean?
1: Well, they're talking about this proposal again to make Clover Point Park uh, all brand new, very friendly, mm-hmm. pedestrians only, though. Mm-hmm. And ban driving down. You know, you drive down the loop and you park down there and you make out. So they're going to ban cars. And so in the car's place, of course, there's going to be picnic tables. Hey, maybe some food trucks, a little, like, event activation so you can have fun stuff down there kind of full time. no making out. Well, no making out in your car. Uh,
0: I mean, that is a loss for sure. I know a lot of people who like to go down there and even just eat lunch by the water. Yeah. It's nice to do in your car. You're like you know, protected by all the elements, but you still get a beautiful view. I get it, but there's also a lot of different places along Dallas and beyond, like Cattle Point and things like that, that still has that vibe that you can go pull up and you know, make eat out. your lunch and make out. I like to
1: think I've made out at like every good make out wow, spot bragger. all around Victoria, and <laughs> yeah, Clover Point, it will kind of be a a bit of a blow to not be able to make out there. Not to mention, like, just the, the wave watching. And there's lots of people who have told stories about wanting to go down there, sit in their car, yeah. and watch waves.
0: Mhm. But I do have to say, I mean, they're saying that it's going to be $250,000 for this upgrade, which in the grand scheme isn't that much money. Mm-hmm. And the plans do look pretty great. They like they're planning really nice. on having some food trucks down there, lots of picnic benches, kind of upgrading that green space there, and it just looks like a great place to hang out and it's expanding our outdoor space. So, I mean, I like the
1: idea. What's not to like about that? I put it. I put this up on The Zones Facebook over the weekend because yeah. I was filling it for Brian. I was all by myself. I was bored. I was like, oh, I know. I'll just get everyone to fight on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so I put it up, and sure enough, that's what happened. People mm-hmm. wanted to spend their Saturday afternoon fighting, so they did. Some good points on both sides. Okay. But let me just say this. I, I think the nicest idea that I heard of all was, what about... We split the difference here, and some of the year, like particularly the summer, Mm. this is all pedestrians, and then in the wintertime, when it's so windy down there, really the best use of it is for people to be able to park and and sit inside their car for their picnic or their making out, then do that. I
0: like that idea. I think that's great. So it looks like Grimes and rapper Lil Uzi Vert are planning to get brain chips installed.
1: Oh, this is no big deal, Jenny. I already have one.
0: What? For what?
1: Well, I could do lots of stuff with it. For instance, today's National Pizza Day, so why don't I order you a pizza? Oh, dude, thanks! It's Little Nero, sir. I have your pizza. Isn't that great? Oh,
0: yeah, thanks, man. That's that's awesome. I love Ooh. pizza.
1: It's Little Nero, sir. I have your pizza. Oh, another... Oh, uh-oh. I think maybe it might be stuck on ordering pizza. Ooh. It's Little Nero, sir, I have your pizza.
0: Okay, uh, thanks. We actually don't need this many pizzas. Oh, oh it's you have Little any... Nero, sir, yeah. I have your pizza. This is uh, too many pizzas. Can you it's turn that off, Nero, Paul? Your not stuck. It's Just, like, make really sir. hard. It it maybe it'll Nero, stop. It... yeah,
1: you you Nero, There's too many, pizza. It... Pizza. Yeah, you you Nero, too many pizzas. You guys, we're gonna get There's too many pizzas. Is that one playing with cheese? That would be good. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's 122.50.
0: Uh, Off the hop there, we're talking about it's National Pizza Day. I mean, these days are stupid, but here we are talking about it again. That's our job as radio hosts. So, I mean, let's give some local love right now because we have so many great pizza places in Victoria. And I know that everyone has, like, their go-to pizza. Got you. I have my own go-to. So if you want to share with us, you can always text us at 250-475-0913.
1: Before we do that, can I just say that the timing of this day really chaps me because... You know, like, we're all about a month and a half into now our New Year's resolutions. Pizza, not exactly, in with the healthy eating situation, and no. the Super Bowl is a big resolution buster. Oh, yeah. Right? Just chat, just going nuts on the beer nachos and chicken wings, and now we got pizza to deal with, National Pizza Day, where I assume it's the law Do we need to eat pizza today. Yeah. And a whole pizza all to ourselves. Yeah, That's one or two.
0: Oh, one boy. at least, yeah, you have to have so, by yourself. So. Okay. Well, Good luck I'll with that, it. everyone. It's a yeah. hard day for a lot of people. Um, my favorite pizza?
1: Yeah, tell me. Okay,
0: standard pizza. It's on Cook Street yeah. in Victoria. The salami pizza is incredible. It's got, like, huge pieces of delicious salami, olives, uh, chili oil on it. Yeah. The crust is so, like, perfectly baked and mm-hmm. crispy mm-hmm. and thin, though. And what's the kicker is the honey that they put on it.
1: Oh, God. It, like,
0: sweetens it, and it's amazing. Oh, if you haven't had it, please go try it. Oh
1: um there's a there's a, a giant wheel sized hole in my heart I have to give up props to a place that doesn't even exist anymore uh-huh. do you remember famous original pizza oh downtown yeah. I just I long for the big floppy Brooklyn slice which is tough to get when I was in New York City I ate Like two or three pieces a day Wow Every single famous Ray's Famous original Ray's Original Ray's Every pizza place I found I ate one of those New York slices Nothing's as good The deep dish Chicago Mm -hmm. You know I love it But time again I gotta go for the floppy New York slice Famous original did it here in Victoria for a while Didn't work Uh, What's the matter Victoria? We don't like good pizza What's going on Victoria? What's happening? You know, just yesterday, Mm -hmm. you would have thought that the legacy of Alex Trebek couldn't have got any better. Yeah, he's
0: just known to be, like, the nicest person ever and such a wonderful, kind, human spirit.
1: And I would have been wrong on that if I would have said that because... Alex Trebek has uh, donated in posthumously his wardrobe, the wardrobe, the suits, the very nice, mostly gray suits that he wore on Jeopardy to a uh, charity and an organization that works with homeless people who are, you know, trying to like get jobs. So they give them the suits to wear to job interviews.
0: That's incredible.
1: 14 suits, 58 dress shirts, 300 neckties.
0: Okay. He has a necktie for almost every day of the year. Hey, when you're the oh best, baby,
1: uh, when you're at that level of Jeopardy, yeah, you get a necktie every day of the year. That's incredible. They were all gifted to a charity that helps a formerly homeless men find jobs.
0: So the charity is called the Doe Fund, and I just love that because it's a family who decided to donate all of uh, these suits and uh, garments, and... I just love that they decided to do that instead of just like hold on to them. I yeah. mean, I mean it could have it probably was hard for them to like give up all that, yeah. but uh, I think that's so sweet and his family is just like yeah, continuing his legacy for sure.
1: Oh god, it's it's so wonderful and absolutely the most heartwarming thing we all needed today
0: my favorite viral videos these days are like the zoom mishaps there's so many good ones and paul you sent me one that just had me laughing so hard today it was so cute and so adorable um it is of a lawyer doing like a professional hearing on zoom um but the filter wasn't working Mm -hmm. or that was working and he was a kitten yeah so he was going through this, you know, hearing, and he couldn't get the filter off. And it was just, yeah, he was just a kitten throughout the entire time. And here's the audio from it.
1: I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to. Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to. We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? <laughs> I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, the- it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but. Oh. Uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's, I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. <laughs> uh, I can I can see that. Uh,
0: that- I'm prepared to go forward with it as he's almost in tears as a kitten. Oh, you have to watch the video because, yeah, this is all happening as he is a cute little white little fluffy kitten.
1: Yeah, and it, the, the filter seems to follow the guy's eyes as well. <laughs> yeah. So then it's like the visible worriness uh, on the kitten's face like gets really funny. But I would have loved if he would have gone through the legal proceedings Yeah, as a kitten, number one, I think that's great. Number two, I think, I don't know how much that assistant makes for this high-priced, <laughs> lawyer to get a kitten filter off your face dude but deserves a raise yes absolutely absolutely.
0: (laughs) i just love the line i am here live
1: i am not a cat i'm not a cat i'm not a cat i am live Uh, i am prepared to go forward i'm a lawyer i'm a big fancy lawyer i'm not a cat (laughs) We're all so excited to get our ICBC rebates, but guess what? What? The worst drivers are gonna end up getting the biggest COVID rebates. Oh. Well, I have some good news, everyone. Oh? It's snowing outside.
0: Oh. You know what I like to do when it's snowing? Go on. Well, I get behind the wheel and I just close my eyes and I swerve it. I swerve it. I swerve it everywhere. I swerve it into the meridian, into the intersection. I just lay my hand on the horn and have at her. Eyes closed, baby.
1: Snow or no snow, I love to cruise Just under the speed limit Mm. In the left lane Mm. Get lots of nice big lineup behind me Flash your lights all you want I want to be here And I'm right behind ya Tailgating ya Creeping
0: just an inch away Oh and I'm laying on that horn and swerving too You know I am
1: I don't like to use my turn signals (laughs) Cha-ching We're gonna make money dude
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now, uh, does anyone want to buy my snow tires? I was over (laughs) on Facebook Marketplace just before the show started trying to write up a little, you know, write up about I got these snow tires that I got to (laughs) sell. They're brand new. I'm a stupid idiot. I put them on my truck this past November. Barely drove the thing. Now the truck broke down on me. I'm selling the truck. Mm -hmm. Had to take the snow tires off. Do you want the tires? Are you just out.
0: using the radio as your own personal well, is this marketplace?
1: What said, could, Facebook's a nightmare. If I could do it <laughs> just on the radio, if you want these snow tires, like I said, brand new snow tires, I'd love 500 bucks for them. Let me know.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm actually in a situation where I don't know if it's too late to put my snow tires on because I haven't done it yet. Because I was carless for a while, and uh, now I have a car, and I have these tires, but uh, the snow is already falling. Your Is it worth it if I have to take them off in a few
1: weeks? I... What? I've been <laughs> saying to you, put your snow tires on. Put them on. Where are they? In the backseat of your car. Yes. Number one, why are they there? Why are in the backseat? Why'd you put them there?
0: Because it's it's snowing out. It's good to have them on, yeah. Just, just in case. case.
1: <laughs> just in case.
0: You got all four of them back there? Yeah.
1: Okay. Let us know. Text in 250-475-0913. One, sure Jenny put the snow tires on. Two, I do know, you want to buy yeah, my snow fair. tires? Yes and no. (laughs) Amazing thing happening uh, right near Edmonton right now. The world's longest hockey game is in progress. Yeah. Uh, This thing is a big, massive fundraiser for cancer research. Uh, No worthier cause. They say hundreds of volunteers, 40 players, 252 hours, and one goal, a future free of cancer. It's already, like, that's grueling to play that. How many hours? 252 hours of
0: Wow, I, didn't I was laugh on that. so surprised by that because I thought like, oh, it's probably like a 10-hour game or something right. like that and they'll have to like take turns going in on the ice. But no, it's from February 4th, 4th until February 14th.
1: Ten and a half days.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> i playing and, hockey. You know, it is cold right now in Victoria. We're seeing some snow and mm-hmm. yeah, it's colder than usual. What, my, minus two tops? <laughs> um, In uh, this Town that they're playing in, minus 42 with wind chill.
1: It is so cold where it is that the pucks they're using to play have been shattering. There's great images going around the internet of these like shattered pucks. Hockey pucks. Wow. That's what they're made for is living on the ice.
0: That is wild. Um, what's really cool about this, though, an anonymous donor has decided to match up to $200,000 in donations uh, for this uh, event to support cancer research. Wow. Completely anonymous is matching donations of up to $200,000. So they're well on their way to a million already.
1: That's incredible. I think it's Wayne Gretzky.
0: Oh, it's, yeah, it's got to be someone hockey-related for sure. Don't
1: you think? The great one, Gretz, yeah. sliding in there with 200 grand? Good call. <laughs> Couple of stories of thieving to tell you about going around in our communities. Mm-hmm.
0: One of them's a wild one. Um, I don't know what the other one is so you're going to tell me, but oh. someone or maybe many people have been stealing those Dyson hand dryers from bathrooms in Oak Bay. One at a Domino's and one at a Starbucks.
1: And you said that, like, they're not cheap. Like, those Dyson hand dryers cost, like, a thousand plus dollars. At least
0: a thousand bucks. It's like, yeah, an, in- an industrial bathroom piece of equipment. So, but
1: how are you gonna, like, offload and resell Dyson hand dryers unless I... you, w- what, wanna put them in your house?
0: I have a lot of questions. How were they able to even steal? These hand dryers. Trench coat? How do you, like, really? Uh-huh. They're pretty big. Like, just maybe with confidence, you can just go in there and walk out, put, like, a hard hat on, and people think that you're just doing business. Oh,
1: okay. You know, that's wear a lanyard.
0: I'm not giving you tips on how to steal things, but I'm just curious at how they were able to do that.
1: I think, yeah, trench coat, I would say, is how I wouldn't do it, but I would think that that's one a bad person would do it. Yeah. Um, and you were saying too that maybe put them in the house, put them in someone's house.
0: Yeah, like, imagine walking into someone's, like, family home and seeing, like, a Dyson hand dryer or one of those, like, sensor taps or even, like, one of those uh, pulley paper towel machines.
1: You were blown away. I told you Kirsten, when I go to her house, there's one bathroom I'm allowed to use, and it has a sensor tap.
0: Yeah, Kirsten from the Midday Zone apparently has a sensor tap. That's really
1: cool. Yeah, I don't really like it. I I think it just should be a different experience. Sensor tap, I don't like them at airports. They never get... I'm not done yet. I, 20 seconds i got to wash these hands for.
0: And it's always a struggle. Sometimes I think I'm a ghost because it doesn't go off.
1: Here's the other story. Someone used a sword to steal Magic the Gathering cards from a store over in New Westminster. Now, This is the nerdiest theme I've ever heard of. This really bothers me because <laughs> as a sword owner, I don't want this other sword person giving us responsible sword owners mm, a bad name mm-hmm. okay yeah that, swords are sweet to have in the house and uh but i would never do it a crime with it but everyone always oh what's with the swords we gonna rob a like magic the gathering store and i'm always like no but now nah, this just gives me a bad name
0: paul you sound very suspicious right now i gotta say
1: a little defensive <laughs> yeah some interesting research out of the United States where they're saying that people are finding others more attractive as long as they are keeping their COVID masks on. I mean, I
0: don't know about that. But, oh, I actually started dating someone. Oh,
1: wow. Congratulations. What yeah. are they like?
0: Um. Well, I mean, they're really... Big and nice and funny, but we've only been on like you know masked up dates, so I haven't really like
1: seen his
0: whole face. But okay, yeah, we've been going steady for like a few weeks now. Wow, yeah.
1: What kind of stuff does he like?
0: Well, he has many wooden dolls of children. Okay, and he hates milk.
1: Huh. Okay. Um. So just curious, does it look like he maybe could have two noses?
0: Really no, I mean maybe, yeah.
1: Under the mask, yeah. Sorry, and what's his name? Trantor. Wow, pretty. Um, you know, I could be wrong, could be someone else, but I'm pretty sure that you're dating the troll from Ernest Scared Stupid.
0: Does that mean he's famous?
1: Well, he was in the 1991 Ernest comedy movie, Ernest Scared Stupid, so. Yeah, girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, I lucked out. <laughs>
1: So just when I left the house today, Jen, Mm -hmm. um, we were watching the Britney Spears documentary, Framing Britney. And if you can find it, what a fascinating watch. I was watching it from the perspective of like... Yeah, of course I remember Britney Spears You know, it's like, I was never a big fan Until Toxic came out And then it's one of my (laughs) all-time favorite songs Such a good song And, you know, like part of my seminal years Growing up as a teenager And Britney Spears just loomed large Over all of culture But when you watch back this documentary And all this footage of like How crumbly, how cringy Mm -hmm. it was Even when she was a big pop star The way that people would ask her Just horrible questions about her personal life Just like picking her apart About like, is this too sexy, or is it not sexy enough? Yeah. Or what's your deal? Like, and she was just—she seems like such a nice person, just trying to be a pop star. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I like I said, I only was ducking in and out of the dock but I can't wait to sit down and watch the whole thing. It yeah. looks fascinating. And
0: then to this day, like her life is just completely changed, yeah. and it's really hard to see her, you know, go through it all mentally. And, yeah, it, it's a mystery what's happening to, to Britney Spears right now. So, yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to that documentary. I was the biggest Britney Spears <laughs> fan growing up. It, yeah. was like, it was like the perfect age for her. Yep. You know, I was like one of her biggest fans. And I remember going to her movie Crossroads. Yes. And I was so excited about this movie. I went with my sisters and my mom. It was a girl's day. And throughout the entire movie, there were groups of teenagers that were there just to make fun of Britney and scream Britney sucks and just ruin the entire experience for me. I remember how upset I was. I was crying throughout the movie, got home and was just bawling my eyes out because I was like, (laughs) this is my idol and people hate her. And I don't understand. Like I was that... That uh, YouTube video that was like leave Britney alone that was me as a kid (laughs) and I remember my sister she saw that I was so upset and she hated Britney Spears she didn't like what she was about Mm. but she made me a Lego sign that said Britney Rock oh my god and she brought it to me while I was crying in my bed. And that was like, yeah, one of the best sister moments for me. And to this day, people just continue to hate on Britney Spears. And I'm I'm sick of it. So I'm really excited to see this
1: documentary. I, You're going to cry and cry and cry uh, at this doc. But yeah, I think it's a good watch. And I'm just so glad that I hope we let people just be now. Yeah. Let people enjoy. Because, yeah, you you were the person that Britney Spears was for. Yeah. And you should have just been allowed to enjoy it without everyone else piling on and being mean. So if you can check out this documentary, it's called Framing Brittany. Do check it out. So this story has been going everywhere about this young woman who mistook Gorilla Glue for some kind of a hair product.
0: What happened was she was using this, like, got to be this, like, gel that you would use to, like, slick your hair back. Mm-hmm. And it ran out. And she went into her closet and was like, oh, this will do. And it was Gorilla Glue. Whoops. Not knowing Like it was like Oh Gorilla Glue Eh that's probably Going to be fine It'll just be fine Until I get a new bottle Of whatever uh, the other stuff was
1: Yeah and so Impossible to get out Afterwards Imp- And it was so Like this harrowing uh, Video that she put online Trying to get out You could see the like Real panic in her face And of yeah. course The company The Gorilla Glue company Reached out And was just like Well you could try this Like these really harsh Chemicals to try And strip it out yeah. And that seemed like Very bad It looked like She was going to have to Just like Shave her head. That's what I kept thinking. Just shave your head.
0: But even shaving the head, you can't even get to, like, the base of the hair because it was so hard. It's like putting, Ah. yeah, like, super glue on your head. It's, like, completely hard. Like, that sound.
1: Well, luckily, now there is a happy ending. We can put this all to bed now.
0: Yeah, so she actually had to go, like, under because it was so painful and she did this at the hospital they it was pretty much like a surgery where they had to like take out each you know hair strand one by one and she woke up and she had maybe a few inches of hair left and actually got to put her hands through her hair and I bet that felt so good to finally be able to do that Um, but yeah Valentine's Day is coming up and she was like I got to get my hair done. I don't know. <laughs> I can't live
1: like this. Oh, well, I'm really glad that it a happy-ish ending and she'll just get yeah. a, a short, cool hairdo for now and yeah. and that'll be that and she'll have a happy Valentine's Day. But, um, you know, I was saying this too, that I, you ever shave your head down to the wood, it's a wonderful feeling. And I know that like, for so many people listening and certainly so many women and there's so much like to do about your hair. Yeah. This is a good opportunity now. If you ever wanted to have a, just a totally shaved down head, just do it. And then if you get any remarks about it, just be like, oh, I'm the Gorilla Glue woman. I had, <laughs> I had to. I had to do this. Minus 25. Could that be real? You're I, in Victoria.
0: It might feel like minus 25. I don't think it will ever get to that, you know, cold uh, temperatures. But wow, yeah, it could get that. They could feel that cold, that's for sure.
1: It certainly could feel it to your pets. We got a great message earlier today being like, bring your pets inside. Uh, today I saw a doggie that was waiting to be let in the house, and I almost stopped. I was late for work, but I was stopping on my way. I was going to go bang on the door and be like, hey. Your doggie wants to come inside. Yeah. And I see a cat in the neighborhood sometime <laughs> in the cold. Hey, this kitty cat wants to come inside. Bring it in, please. Yeah. Now, one thing that we forget about also is hummingbirds, because we have a lot of
0: beautiful hummingbirds. I never hummies. forget about
1: hummingbirds. I'm always thinking about them. Good. But you go on for I, everyone else. You yeah.
0: should. So, of course, like the nectar that you give them is like a sugary syrup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can freeze, obviously, in temperatures like this. So- Way ahead of you. Put what?
1: vodka in it. Got it. <laughs> I got you, Stop. Jen. Next. Keep it going.
0: Stop it. No, please don't give your hummingbirds vodka. Um, there There is an article that I was reading about tips to keep your hummingbird feeder nice and insulated so it doesn't oh. freeze. How wholesome is this? That's
1: whole- Sorry, I almost ruined it with about the yeah. vodka How joke. How dare you? Sorry. Okay, go on. Okay, keep so it wholesome. You
0: can wrap it with a scarf. You can just <laughs> give it a nice look. <laughs>
1: Go on. We could
0: take some Christmas lights, the ones that kind of get warm like the older Christmas lights. Incandescents. Yeah, and then wrap it. With that as well Or just put it near So it kind of makes A nice little warm nook For them Yeah And make sure that It yeah, doesn't freeze Um You can also insulate it With snow If it snows enough You just cover it all up With snow Kind of really? like igloo vibes
1: Oh and that keeps the Oh wow
0: Yeah and then they also say You can put more sugar in it Just change the ratio A little bit So uh. it's like less water And that way they can I don't know Get some more More liquid out of it I don't know What
1: would you call, if you did put booze in it, would you call it a hummy, hummy (laughs) colada? Or would you call it a... Humgurita. Humgarita!
0: Hum-garita. <laughs>
1: yes! Very important as the weather dips below freezing in Victoria to make sure that your hummingbird feeders are properly prepared. We want to take care of our hummies in this town. Yeah, we
0: don't want that delicious syrup to freeze up. That's the main issue, right? We don't want them to drop dead because they can't get their food.
1: Okay, so we had one Zoner Texas in this picture, and now it's going supernova viral on Twitter and Facebook oh. uh, that she wraps her hummy feeders in the electric. Um, like heating pads, set them on low, and it keeps the juice inside from freezing.
0: That's so great.
1: I was joking about how I put booze in the hummy feeder. Never yeah, do, that, do that, but it would be funny to think of the name for it. So you would call it like a hum teeny.
0: Yeah, maybe like a Moscow hum.
1: When you're saying we could put some coke in it, it would be like a hum and coke. But
0: a Hummy Mary.
1: <laughs> it's actually, you don't want to do that. You don't want no. to mess with the sugar ratios. We've got Julia's owner on the zone phone right now with a heads up as to why.
2: Yeah. I just wanted to mention I'm a volunteer with Rocky point bird observatory. So we, um, we actually banned hummingbirds every spring. And, um, what we recommend is to always keep the ratio, uh, four to one for water to sugar. Um, because when you increase the concentration, although it may reduce the likelihood of freezing, it can, um, it's kind of like giving them an ice cream sundae when you increase the concentration of sugar is how we tell people. Yeah. But also at much higher concentrations of sugar, it can potentially cause kidney damage. And um, it also makes it hard for them to um, preen when they have really sticky Solution that's oh. too high into birds. Oh no! Okay, so this article is telling me some false information. I, there's a lot of mixed information out there, and some people do say to increase the ratio slightly, but um, most of the rehabbers locally and our local bird observatory says to keep it at four to one.
0: This is so helpful. Thank you so much for calling in.
2: Hey, no problem. I have to nerd out a little bit when I hear people talk about the hunted birds.
1: Victoria City Council is having a big meeting right now, and there's a couple of interesting points that we're keeping an eye on. Art Aronson is watching the whole meeting so oh, that fun. we don't have to. Um, a lot of discussion. <laughs> uh, one interesting thing that was going on earlier was that they're talking about, you know, Harold Street Brew Works?
0: Yeah, it's a new little brew- brewery in Victoria. Well...
1: They're uh, applying now to get some, like, they want to do like a lounge situation where you can cool. sit and actually enjoy the delicious beer. And then also, they are after some outdoor space, perhaps a rooftop. Patio, oh, boy, right?
0: Yes, oh, I really hope that happens, but I mean, knowing Victoria probably not. <laughs> we need to have more rooftop patios. We are like the ideal city for that, right? Yeah, the
1: fa- yeah, the amount the low amount of rooftop patios we have in this city <laughs> blows me away. I think the the only pushback really is that there are people who live around like mm, Harold Street. Yeah, you know, new condos going in all the time. do you want a bunch of hooting and hollering, but
0: yeah. But, I mean, you can you can uh, manage that with the hours open on the rooftop. You Don't know, really. daylight time, when everyone's out doing work. That would be great.
1: How about this? What? Employ a full-time shusher.
0: Yes, that could be you, Paul.
1: Right? After 10 o'clock, you just hey, hey, shush, shush. Shush, shush, shush. Hey, shush, shush, hey, uh, shush. Hey, getting a little doo But you'd use a that.
0: megaphone, obviously, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Really <laughs> shush them loudly. <laughs>